0: From our soundstage and auditory office to your hearts and ears across the globe, the following has been crafted with care for your listening ears.
1: Months ago, I met a guest whose words and wisdom struck and stuck with me. He spoke not of money or comfort or riches, but of wealth. One would say naturally he's a financial analyst by, by trade, I suppose. So that he spoke of generational wealth, not surprising. But there was a, an edge to him. He spoke defiantly about changes in one's lifestyle that could fundamentally alter the future, and especially the future's of disenfranchised people. And he drops his knowledge beat after beat after beat while smiling and laughing and finding humanity all along the way. A way that's unmistakably his way. The McRae way. Now, of note in that conversation was a particular pearl about the systems we live in. Colonial constructs that appear to be somewhat broken. Now, his perspective, one that I'm adopting, is that these constructs aren't defective. They aren't broken or malfunctioning, but rather they're working. They're working perfectly as intended. Now, given that, our mission, I'd argue, I suppose, is not to fix these constructs, not to fix these systems, but rather to tear them down completely and rebuild them build them anew. Good morning, good day, or good evening, and welcome to the special and prolonged preseason of 54 Lights. My name is Kondwani Mwase, Ethiopian-born, Canadian-raised, and proudly Malawi. I'm a Pan-Africanist that's using this show to showcase Africans, African descendants, and allies of the community. Today's episode is a watershed moment in our prolific preseason. For the first time, we're meeting with a guest from our past, a double-click on one of our favorites. If you haven't already, go find my first chat with my next guest. It's great fun, and it's a nice compliment to what you're about to witness. Without further a ramble, here's my chat with returning guest, Ricardo McCray. Hey man this is just this is just uh long overdue. Um I'm so I'm just I'm always I'm always thrilled to get on the phone with you man. It's always just such a uh, a learning experience. It's always been just uh great to just chat with you and just to learn from from the wise wise words of Mr. McCrae. So like I'm I'm just grateful that you you made space in your calendar to to do this. Uh to do this thing and uh just just thankful for that man.
0: You you are most welcome and extremely generous with your very kind words. I always, I always I'll say this you you your podcast has really been, and your interview has really been like top two interviews that anybody has ever done like ever. And I've known this thing for years and TED Talks and I'm serious like it's it's I'm not just blowing smoke up here. It's, it's real it's like the yeah. the level of care and thoughtfulness that you put into what you're doing has been literally second to none it's it's really an honor for me to be thought of in such a light that somebody would put that much effort to uh-huh. dig up all of this stuff and have all of this stuff so it is thank you for having me on man it's we always have a lot of fun i enjoy it and yeah. uh, Let's dance. Let's get yeah. into this.
1: I wanted to actually take a moment and reflect with you about you know, what's happened for you over the past few years, just kind of like a peek back since we spoke. What's happened with you in life? What's happened with you in business? We've had a, like a whole pandemic, a post-pandemic knock wood. Like, how are you feeling? Where, where, Where's your energy at these days?
0: How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you so much for asking so much has happened in life in business. it's literally about about a month and a half ago I almost died in oh. a car accident it was a hit and run it yeah. got rear ended. the guy they said was doing probably 150 180 kilometers an hour and like hit the back oh. of my car the back windshield flew clean off like did, like and I was driving and got hit so hard it, it wrote my car off right like it was pretty extensive and lucky to be alive and all sorts of you know craziness happened. being hit by a truck but it's i'm healthy everything is good little whiplash but nothing too uh nothing too insane checked out by the doctor everything is good mm. but two things happen in that moment i was talking to my wife and son at that time it was it well three minutes to nine on october 11th and i'm like coming home babe i'll be home in three minutes i got ways going Son having a bath, getting ready for bedtime. And I'm just chatting to my family on my way home, and all of a sudden, boom! And I am now being run off the road. My wife is listening. My son's like, "Daddy, what's going on?" And I'm like, steering this car, trying to speed down. They're like, they're listening to this thing live, and I could hear their screams and the angst of my son and wife on the other end as somebody tries to run me off the road, and I'm safe. Everything worked out, Uh, you know, OPP, they throw the car away and all that wonderful stuff and insurance and everything worked out beautifully. Now, in that moment of almost dying Mm. live on air, right? To to my family, no less. uh, It made me think about what's important, what matters, what are you doing, Ricardo? What are you doing with your life? And I, I feel blessed to be able to say I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. The only thing I wanted to do was more of what I'm doing, mm. helping people with their money, with their investments, showing people how to actually play this money game so that they can win and spend more time with my wife, spend more time with my son. Like that was it. And I went, oh, that's good. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, that, that you means there in that way.
0: Right. Right. Like I could have been, oh, I wish I could have, you know, there were people I don't talk to anymore to People that I've cut off in my life. There are people I've paused in my life. There are people that I call in my life and embrace. And I, you know? and I take moments every week to pick up the phone and call somebody and say, how are you doing? Yeah, And they're like, what, what's going on? It's like, nothing. I care about you. We haven't talked in 10 years. And I miss you. Like, what's up? Catch me up. So we didn't talk in 2019. Like, what happened? And just talk to people, right? I, I try to do this every week. Yeah. And just call somebody in your life that, that, you know, you've been meaning to call and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you've been on my mind. No, no, no I, You crossed my mind. Hello? Yeah. I leave messages all the time for people going, just, you're on my mind and I want to say hello and let you know that you matter to me. And yeah, here's yeah. Wh- how you impact my life and what I appreciate about you. Okay. See you. I just hang up. Do you know why? One day on a Tuesday at three minutes to nine, it'll be over. And then I would have, would have, should have, could and I've been meaning to call those people and tell them. And it's, it, I had made about two calls in the past week to people like that in my life, and I was like, "What if that was the last time I ever spoke to them?" And that was the conversation we had. And I'm like, "That's a good use of my life." Yeah, I, I should, I should do it every day, not every week, right? Like, I just wanted to do more of that. And so that's what happened since the last time.
1: My goodness, that's a, uh, jeez! that's a, that's an intense story, man. And I'm so glad that you're all right. And, and, uh, and yeah, but that's, that's a harrowing story. But I remember you made these phone calls to me. Mm. And I remember getting off the phone with you. And this is why you're special, man, is that I got off the phone with you. And I was like, why did he call? You know what I mean? I, and I just, I couldn't, I was just like, what does he want? What are you he telling me to, to tell me I'm awesome. Like what does he screw want, you. What does he want? Wants something from exactly. you. Exactly. And it's it's yeah. it's one of those things where I was like, and it 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 actually took me, I think a couple of either even conversations where you did just drop in,
0: uh, right. I'll
1: call it the Ricardo drop in, and <laughs> uh, and I was just sort of like I was just confused, you know, mm. for lack of a better word, because people don't necessarily do that on a frequency. The Hmm. Ricardo drop-in was something that I found so special because I was like, he's not calling with an ulterior motive. He's not calling with like, I need this now, or like, you know, like, and sometimes people, you know, that happens and that's not a start off all
0: nice and sweet. And then, oh, by the way, have a party on Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where's the hook? Right. And that's why I was like, hanging up the phone with you. I'm I'm doing it old school, but hanging up the phone, like waiting for you to say, like, oh, but wait, you know, and there was no but wait, you were just checking in. So I, I think that's an amazing thing that you do, man. I'm glad that you do it with people uh, that, that that's a that's a thing that you do. Um, and I appreciate you for that so much. And I'm and I'm glad, obviously, that you're all right and and, and healthy. The question I guess I have for you on on that angle in, in sort of in that space is do you think the pandemic has taught uh, a, a lot of people that you 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 support uh, in your life? Do you, do you feel that the, when you walk pe- with people in the street or pass people in the street, that you feel that same energy, that people are taking that moment to say, wait a minute, let me just say hi, because
0: you're important to me or whatever. I hope so, I don't know, right? (laughs) Like I've come to understand that everybody is dealing with a lot. And even though people may not show it or people may not announce it or post it on social or wear it on their sleeve, everybody is carrying a heavy load, their heavy load. And I can't expect people to have my experience. I, I can only control me. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do, and I know how I want to live, and I know what I want to foster in the world. So I do my best to fan those flames. Uh, I fan them with my actions, not just my words. And I have found that that's effective for myself, just just as Ricardo. Like, yeah. Big, yeah. So
1: like, I speak. want
0: more people to call and say hi and say what's up. So guess what you got to do, Ricardo? That's your assignment. Right? Like, I can't be sitting back come nobody calls and people don't. Hell, bro, you got, phone works two ways, eh? Push those buttons in a sequence, you get people. You have to be more of what you want to see in the world. So I want more joy and more happiness. So I do my best to do that. When I schedule my meetings, I schedule them in a way that leaves me about 30 minutes buffer between meetings so I could just relax because I want to be relaxed. And I want to come in powerful. And I don't want to just, okay. I got to hang up a call. I got to take it. And it's like, oh, you just got off a conversation. you jumping in, right? Like I literally just got off an Instagram live with with another thing I'm doing in on the weekend. And I had scheduled it in such a way that that would wrap up and it would give me 45 minutes before we have a conversation. I was like, well, oh, that worked out nicely because you know that went over like a little seven minutes or so. And it allows for me to be gracious in those conversations to just be present and not have to go. I got to go. I'm seven minutes late for somebody else. I'm like, we physically can't do that. So it's like, I've learned for myself to just take it easy, put more buffer in so that you can just be present and be present and be present. And it's worked wonders in my life. I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that but when I don't do it, the wheels come off much faster. The The cost of picking up those things, because I'm trying to fit seven things in back to back to back, is like, I'm going to get sick, my throat's going to be dry, yeah. I'm not going to be able to get my nice hibiscus tea, and just be awesome. Like, like the point is to deliver value in this conversation, to deliver value for your listeners. As the Trinidadians say, where are you Russian going? Like, <laughs> be right here, and just... There's no place else to be. Just turn off all your alerts. There's nobody yeah. to talk to. This is the only thing that matters for this time that we have. So I try to create enough space in my life to have that be the way I move. so you are you going so slow? I said, okay. But I want to have the interactions with people, whether I buy a coffee from you or whether I get gas or whether I'm at a funeral or whether I'm at a business meeting. I want those interactions with people to be meaningful. I know that people are having a hard time. I know people are dealing with stuff from the pandemic. If I don't have enough room in my life to say, so how are things really going? And actually listen, not just wait for that. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, good, good, good. Me too. And we move on. Like, really? People are fine, huh?
1: Yeah. Just checking. People are dealing with a lot. Checking that box, right? Checking that box.
0: I look at it this way. I want to have more deep conversations with people in my life. And if I took Thirty minutes a week, which is nothing. Like you could do that while you're driving to work, or you could, you know, take thirty minutes a week and you do that every week. That's fifty-two conversations a year that you could have a deep, meaningful conversation with someone.
1: I love that, and it, like I said, it, it, to 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 those listening, they might not get a sense of it, but the, there is a reason why you're back on on this show, and we're, we're we, we've had a relationship that transcends mm-hmm. the show and blown past it. And it's because of that intentionality that I'll say you stepped into more so than I, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking notes and I really appreciate that coming back to your business and sort of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to weave the two together, Okay, you know, in a sense is that, it feels to me like that's that's a um, a level of care and intentionality that you bring to. That's just Ricardo. Like I can see you doing that with the barista. Uh, you're doing it on this podcast, but you do it for your clients, right? Like right. it just doesn't feel like you you filter that level of care. How do you how do you build in that emotional investment in your work and make sure that that is fruitful for your work? Because it's not, you know, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of care. That's a lot like. Do you know what I mean? And when when you're sitting here and it's like, well, uh, you know what? Like, I need yeah. to let me just get them in, get them in, get them in from a financial perspective. You know, having 50 clients in a day versus 10, you know, yeah. like is 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 monetarily better. Isn't that
0: tricky? It's counterintuitive. Yeah. <laughs> it is counterintuitive. <laughs> it's and it works though. This is the thing. It works. It worked. You see, when you slow down, you make less mistakes. And everybody's rushing to pack more in. Let's get a new client. Let's get a new client. Say, so how would you handle the clients you've got and make sure they're happy and go, could you refer me a new client? 20 of them or 10 of them give you 10 new clients. Or you could go out there and try and find 10 new clients. How would you make the clients you have happy enough to refer you to business, right? So when you slow down, you actually accelerate your business. And it's very counterintuitive to the, All of the gurus out there be like, this is how you get more people in your day and you da 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 It's That's wonderful. But you're a human. You can actually only do so. You can't multitask. You physically cannot do it. I don't care what you tell me. You can't be in two places at once and you can't have two thoughts simultaneously. Although a woman will tell me I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say, but was, women
0: think differently. They superior. I was say, there's
1: two men on this and call, so it's there's like, two men on here. And this is <laughs> a male bias. We just start Like, you're right.
0: You're right. Wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs> you know, as a man, I cannot. So right. So I, I have to work within my limitations. I can only have one thought and do one thing at a time. So why am I trying to do two? It's like, no. Don't try to imp- get rid of or improve your weaknesses. Get super good at your strengths, and just hire somebody to do the rest. Like if I just, I am good at relationships, I'm good at talking, that's all I should do. Forget trying to be more effective. I'm like, you should talk to more people, (laughs) right? Because that will lead to business. That is my superpower. Mm -hmm. It's not good at all of this other stuff. Get somebody else to do that. And just, you need to be on the phone talking to people. And when I do that and I actually care because it's actually who I am and I'm not putting on a thing or I'm not trying to do something, I'm not trying to put it on for clients. I'm like, I'm like this with my son. I'm like this with my wife. I'm like, I'm like this with people. We have a host guest right now. She's like, no, it's so nice that you're here and that you'd make food and you do so I said, thank you. But it's not like, whether you're here or not, I'm going to cook.
1: Yeah, it's what like, I mean. It's
0: not, I'm not doing this for you. This is what I do. I'm not putting on a show. Like what you see is what you get. I'm like this at Christmas and I'm like this at Caravana and I'm like this on <laughs> Thursday, right? Like, I'm gonna show up at my friend's funeral. Like I was at a funeral two weeks ago, and he was there and he's off. Oh, I remember when I was at a funeral and you're talking to everybody and you're hugging them and they're crying. And I just got a glass of water and I walked over to him and I gave him a glass of water. And he's like, thanks. Because everybody's eating and drinking. And you're just standing there for two hours. No, yeah. you ain't eat nothing. It's like, here's some water. Your mouth will gonna be hot. Here, here's a here's a little mint. hold that in your hand. And I just walked away. Yeah. When I finished, I said, Here's a little plate of food. He didn't ask me to do it. Nobody saw me do it. I'm just like how can I make this experience a little better for him? And I'm like, oh, man, cool, deuces, real. Yeah. Then I got yeah. a car accident and, and I like, nearly died. Like, I was going to say, my goodness. Like, you see, when you're being yourself you don't have to try anything. You don't have to try to remember or it's work life and personal life. It's That's just how you are. I've Gone to great lengths to stop pretending to be professional and just care about people because I do. I'd be like, if you don't like people that care about you, you should get another advisor. I was going to say you're the wrong person to call. I'm the wrong guy. You're not the right client for me. And I'm I'm not trying to get everybody. I want somebody who wants somebody who's going to call them on a Wednesday and be like, you're good. What happened with that thing? Did you get that job? Okay. How can I help you with that? Well, what do you want Okay, you're not a good, listen, it's not a good fit. You get somebody who you could just like email your stuff into and you could do a transaction with them. I'm like, I know about my clients' lives. I know about their kids. I know about their stuff. I remember, I don't know why I remember. I'm like. Yeah, you got a a weird memory, man. That's like, (laughs) I spoke to a client probably a week ago and we hadn't spoken. She's a PhD student in Nova Scotia and we hadn't spoken for like 12 months. And she's like, oh, it's so good to touch base again. I'm glad your assistant reached out. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad. I said, so what happened when you went to visit your boyfriend's family for the first time and so on, so and so she goes like, what? I was like, yeah, you were telling me you were getting ready for a trip. I said, how did that go? I know you were nervous about this. And she's like, you remember? I'm like, well, <laughs> and all I could think of is, well, of course I remember. I'm talking to you. Like, what do you think? I'm taking notes. I am just, we're in this conversation. And you don't take notes in life. You talk to people. Yeah. So when you're present, you don't need to take notes. It's um, two years from now, you can call me and I can recite what we're talking about because I'm not thinking about my next call. Yeah. I'm talking to you.
1: Yeah, that's I, I
0: mean, that I, allows I, me to just give someone the gift of presence because it is so and it just like it becomes invigorating for me because I enjoy that. Yeah. And yeah. it keeps building on itself. So I come off these calls and I'm like, Whoa! If I'm doing a call late at night. I can't go to bed because I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I just played a game. I'm like hyped up. I'm like, I got to <laughs> land the plane. I got to do a little Netflix and just relax for a little bit to, to land the plane before I go to bed. Right. Like it's I enjoy it. So I'm playing to my strengths rather than trying to be good at something that is actually not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, a I mean quite convoluted answer for that. No,
1: I, I I love it. And I think the, the reason why I'm, I'm asking you some of these questions is because I you know I talked to a lot of different people from different walks of life, and you know, they're creators, they're either artists or they're entrepreneurs or they're working in a business, but it, it's interesting about how you go about and weaving your personal like yourself, your who you are as a person into yeah. your work and into your business. And I, that's kind of the the energy within which I really wanted to have this conversation. And uh, one of the notes that I took before coming on the call, and I think it's the right moment to sort of to to transition to that question or that to get your in, input on that is you've been really intentional, intentional about building a business um that's 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 sort of that, that really is about going beyond the self, right? Like it's beyond, you know, when you're, even when you're talking to people, it's about, you know, managing their finances, managing their future, managing their family's future, all of that type of, uh, like that type of energy. So how does that happen and how does that come to pass in a, in a way that's, that's natural and productive?
0: What I do is really find out what matters to people beyond the, I want to be rich. Everything that I want to be rich So, okay. Assuming you're rich, now what? I I have a magic wand and you're rich. How rich are you? And I try to map that out and put some meat on those bones to make it real, like a vision board. And I'm literally doing mind mapping as I'm talking to people and I have my notes and I'm drawing lines and connecting things. And they may be saying stuff about, you know, a trip to Ghana to visit their, their, their boyfriend's family for the first time. And I'm like, that's on the map. And this... Because that's when my brain works. And I map all of these disparate things. And then I see it in 3D. And I'm like, okay, so this is where you're at today. You know, doing your master's, you're doing your thing. You want to go to Ghana, this and that. You guys want to buy a house in there. like, where's, where's the house? And I get serious with the numbers. I'm like, all dreams have a price. How much is that house? Is it a house downtown Toronto? How many bedrooms? Oh, you want more than one bedroom? And it's a million dollars right? Like it's, you want it to be in Nova Scotia? You might get away with two, three hundred thousand. Do you want it to be in Alberta? Do you want it to be in the Caribbean? Like talk to, where is this house? Where do you see it? Because it is somewhere, Yeah. right? Is it up north? Is it like, where is it? So once you know that, I could put a price on it. Oh, you want to drive a car? What kind of car? Is it electric or is it gas? Is it a pickup truck or is it a bicycle? Is it subway? What? Tell me the car. Oh, Lamborghini. And I'm like, let's go to Google. How much is a Lamborghini? Oh, it's $387,000 base. Oh, then the next question, I guess, how much is it to change a tire on a Lamborghini? Oh, it's $30,000 that you have to do it every six months. I said, do you still want a Lamborghini? And I don't care what you want. The price doesn't matter, but you have to get real about it. So I put a price tag on someone's dreams and I flesh it out. You want your kids to go to school? What's school? Is it local? Is it college? Is it university? Are they going to study from home or do an online class? I do not care what the dream is, but I do care what the total is. Because if I don't have a number, I can't help you. Because every dream has a number. I want to be champion of the world. I say, well, how much are you willing to give up the club? There's a price. (laughs) Everything has a price. Most people don't get down to what it's actually going to cost because they don't believe they could actually get it. Oh, it's a dream. I'll have a Lamborghini. I said, you need to go to the dealership and take one on a test drive. And they go, what? I said, go drive it. See if you like it before you put this on your dream board. You want to go live in this area? Go drive the neighborhood. Go talk to some people. Go make some friends in that neighborhood. Go find out. Because to dream about it is different to actually trying it on. And the funny thing is, when people start to try on their dreams, they start to, it starts to become super real and it manifests yeah. really quickly. Because once you can make it tangible, you have a clear target. And I could say, you need X hundreds of thousands and you need this much a month. So we need to get this much investments. So what are we doing today to get that much investment? Because the investment is going to lead to the Lamborghini and you're going to be able to change your tires and oil and not stress about $30,000. So we got to get you up to X so you can make that money. You can get whatever you want. I don't, I do not care what it is. Some people want to be debt free, but some people want to be a billionaire. Okay, let's figure it out. And we build that plan back from the reality, but it starts with their dreams. If if I don't have their dreams, I can't, I don't know, neither of us know where we're going.
1: I, I was going to say, you can't ground it in anything, right? Because you don't have a starting mm-hmm. point. You don't have an end point, nothing. I want a lot
0: of money. How much is a lot to you? No, what, what does that mean? A lot to me might be $100,000 a month. To somebody else, it might be $100,000 a year. Tell me what your lot is. I need and then we work it out. We go to Google, we figure it out. I want to do this. I, want... I was like, let's go Google a house. Somebody was, like, I want to have a house in Germany. I'm like, how much is property in Germany? I'm like, let's go to Google and Google it all. Get the number, zoom in on Google maps. Look at the house. Does that look like your dream house? Yeah. I said, that house is 400,000 us. Is that the house you want to live in? Good. Save that image. We have an actual number from a real estate in Germany, right? It's real. And when you make it that real, and then we say, I could get you there doing this. And Four years you're gonna have it this this process I, I find it fascinating because uh,
1: you know and 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 this is I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna throw out a little bit of a stereotype but maybe you tell me if it's different is that I, I, you know in some of the circles some of the circles that I've that I've been yeah. in wh- where they are communities of color right people from the Caribbean people mm-hmm. from Africa these types of conversations aren't as familiar they're not as comfortable. Right, because yeah. we, we, what yeah. what seems to be a very precise and logical, uh, linear conversation becomes like a oh you you, you know you're getting in my business and like oh that's too much or like you I, I,
0: business you know yeah 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 you know that so is a very
1: is that is that a reality it. that you yeah is that a reality, a reality that you face absolutely
0: it's it's a cultural and societal reality and as I look at money. And North America and the where uh, people of color and you know, specifically black people fit yeah. in, in this context and our experience within North America. It's not surprising because money actually is a habit. It's just it's like having six pack abs, right? Like I don't have six pack abs because I don't have the habit of doing crunches. It's not magic. Yeah, It's a habit. When you do the habits, you get the results. If you don't have the habit of eating X, you're not going to get Y. If I don't have the habit of shining my shoes, they will always be dirty. It's just a habit. So money is the fruit of the habit of learning how to save and invest. And the experience with uh, West Indians, uh, Blacks in North America, and people immigrating to this country, and it, and it goes beyond the Black experience, I'll speak specifically about Black, but talk about the immigrant experience, is our engagement with the economic system in North America has been one where we were the money. I'll say that slowly. Yeah. Black people in North America, the Caribbean, <laughs> Brazil, England, you name it. We were money. I had 300 cattle. I have 200 Not enslaved. It. We were money. And the people who were playing the game called wealth and money and investment counted us as part of that chattel value. So nobody taught us about money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so no, no,
1: no. Now, now I, I get it. Now 1864
0: I get it. Yeah, sure. or whenever it was when, when enslavement ended. Everybody just raised their hands up and go, we're equal. Now let's roll. Mm-hmm. We own all the land. You've built these wonderful buildings. You built the White House. You built this. You built all the monuments and put everything here. Thanks. Everybody's equal. Let's go. Until you are taught the principles of money and until you're taught how money works and how the system works, you will not escape it. It's, it's, it has less to do with who you are and like more about your understanding. So if you understand money and wealth, you could change your entire future in a heartbeat because you understand the rules of the game. We're playing a game of Monopoly, and nobody taught us that when you pass, go, you collect 200. Nobody taught us that you should buy property right. and rent it out. Right. Nobody taught us that you should, you know, you don't start at Bard Bro, well, you might start at Park Place. You might start yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, in a different spot, in those ugly blue ones right after, yeah, yeah, go. yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy- yeah. First, and then you could leverage into the orange, and then you get to the red, and you move into the green. And then, you know, if you aren't taught the rules of monopoly, you will simply be making laps around this board like the rat race and going, Why am I, you know what? You know what I need to do? I need two jobs. And you're going to run twice as fast. This is what we do. Yeah. Because nobody sat down and said, This is how you invest money. This is how you save money. This is why you do it. And until you put that bit of information in, People will continue to lap that board. And will, you're not going to get me. He'll be like, okay, let's keep going. Because yep. I will own everything and you will pay me rent and I will win. It's a matter of time. You, rich people say this all the time. If you take all my money and give it to the people who don't have, it's a matter of time before all that money is back in my pocket. Yep. It doesn't Why? matter. Yeah, They own the board. They own all the land. They own all the rent. They own the utilities and water. It's all in Monopoly. So if you don't read those rules and then apply them to your life, you're going to be you're gonna lapping be, the board. You're
1: going to be lapping the board endlessly.
0: Endlessly. And you will work till you die. So what I do is I give people the rules of monopoly. I said, here's the game. Here's how you look at it. Here's how you apply it to your life. I want you to start saving. I want you to start doing this. Let's look at your debt. Let's understand why it's crushing you. Let's make some adjustments here. Let's do this. And I want you to practice saving. Because when you think of this, if you can't save money, as a habit, as a habit, yeah. as a habit, the amount doesn't matter. The yeah. habit matters <laughs> like a heartbeat. I sit with anybody. The first question I ask is how much you have saved? You sit with a doctor. He takes your pulse. Are you alive? Are you alive? You and I no pulse. We got big problems. If you don't have savings, you do not have a pulse in my book financially. And the amount does not matter. You got $4 in savings? I'm like, you got the habit. Let's roll. Now I got to show you how to double that up. Yeah. You got 100000 in savings? Fantastic. Let me show you how to be a millionaire. Well, you got nothing in savings. I said, well, we got to build that habit. Because yeah. if you do not have a pulse of saving a little bit of money every time you get it, you're done. You will wow. never be
1: uh, you know what? I, I love it. Every time I get on the phone with you, I I kind of like I kind of learn a little bit of of your your twisted mind. I would say in terms of like how you
0: <laughs> how you see things. My like, evil, genius. Your,
1: your evil genius. Like ah, you yeah. know, like okay,
0: okay, there we go. The, the, uh, man, these are real experiences from yeah. actually sitting with clients, hundreds and hundreds of people, and looking at this across culture, race, income levels. Yeah, uh, I've seen people who earn twenty thousand dollars a month. And still $1,200 a month in the red. And I've seen single moms with three kids save 150 bucks every month. And that single mom is ahead. It does, the amount doesn't matter. It's I've seen businesses that start and they're like, oh my God, I'm not going to make it to the end of the year. And now they have half a million dollars in cash in the bank a few years later. How'd you do that? Let's set up your savings. What well, Ricardo, is it going to work? I said, just, just do it for a year. And we'll check back in. And at the end of it, it comes back and it works and it works and it works because the principles are sound. And once you follow these principles, you get the result. You read the rules of Monopoly, you play the game, you could win. If you don't read the rules, you will pay the price. I don't want to like discount race and racism. It's not like, all that's real, mm-hmm, eh? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely true. It, it, yeah. it happens all the time. It happens to me, I've been attacked on the street. It's r- r- real. Yeah. <laughs> so are the principles of
1: money. This idea of habits, right? Um, making these yeah. good habits and making these good choices, and no matter from where you start, the, they have a compounding effect and a profound effect on your life. Yes. Yeah. What what I find really curious. So I, I love how you would apply that to your friends, your family, and obviously your clients in this in this context. Mm-hmm. And I may have asked you this when we spoke a long time ago, but just if you could reframe for the audience and for myself again, it's like, where did you learn these habits where did where is this coming from from you because obviously this is something that you not only believe in because i can see it i can hear it in the in the passion in your voice but it's just making a lot of sense where did that journey start for you in terms of understanding this
0: i didn't learn about these things until i was in my late 40s Mm. the truth about money late 40s 53 now late 40s like 46 47
1: don't Google him. Yeah, we're forty-seven he, years old. He's not. He's not looking. He's looking a a spry 30, 36, maybe. I'm looking spry. Listen, no, don't he, let it fool you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm we close up. Okay, we got the grades. It's okay. okay. Okay, I, see, it. I see.
0: These are earned, eh? These <laughs> I, I, not I, die. This is earned. All of these. Each of these is a real story. So, like I in learned this at a forty-seven, mm-hmm. and I was with my wife in a, a farmer's market. And eating a pulled pork sandwich. Okay. And this woman sat next to us, and our kids were playing together, and she was like, She was like, hey, blah, 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 our kids, this, we should get together for a coffee and talk. I was like, Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We got together, we talked. And she started breaking this stuff down for us. Started telling me about interest and compounding. And I was like, What? She like, Tell me that again. Slow me, like, what? And it it pissed me off for about a week. I was enraged that I got to age 47. I've had businesses my whole life. Started my first company at seventeen, straight out of high school. I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I made highest month was hundred grand in thirty days. Like, oh, could make money, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't keep, couldn't keep it. Couldn't grow it. That's shocking. And as fast as it would come, and I just oh. kept running. I, I relapping that monopoly board like a fiend. And yep. then she explained compound interest. She explained how insurance connected into it. She explained how investments did this and how they connected and why they connected in this order. It's not, let's start with investments and when I get rich, Uh uh-uh. Listen, you don't build a pyramid from the top, eh? You build from the bottom. There's a reason for that. These things stack in a very specific order. And if you miss this order, you are exposed. And the key is to, 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 to get rid of risk, protect yourself, and consistently save and invest. Because once you start saving and investing, you start getting some money. And once you get that money, you have to worry about taxes because the more money you make in this country, the more taxes you're going to pay. You want to climb up to $200,000, $250,000 a year? The number is 54%. That's how much taxes you will pay. That means every dollar between January and June 16th goes to the government, every single dollar you make. That's 54% of a year. And from June to whenever the end of the year is that's yours. You want to make more money? Comes more money, more problems. Now you gotta understand taxes. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't
0: just make money. Oh, I got all this money in crypto, now I'm a billionaire. I said, try and take it out. Yeah. Try 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 and take it out. Try and take it out and not pay taxes. Taxes are a reality of building wealth. So you have to understand where to play your chess pieces so you pay the least amount of tax legally. And when I show people how to do this, they're like, but everybody tells me I should do this first and that first. I said, yeah, because it benefits them because they collect in taxes. There's nothing against taxes. I, I pay my taxes the whole deal. I have an accountant. We do it every year. My goal is to pay as little as possible because that's the name of the game, that's the part of the rules those are the rules it's not illegal eh? uh, uh,
1: you know it's i i love i love the way you paused on it and 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 you just you took a second just a, a split second and then you said legally <laughs> so i'm like legally. everybody listening above board i love this is why i love talking above to board 100% <laughs> i sleep good at night i pay my uh,
0: taxes i was going to you know say anyways, yeah i don't have to worry about somebody knocking on my door i've tried it do dude i've tried it i've tried not paying taxes yeah. and then you are <laughs> freaking out every time somebody oh, you don't want to you. answer your phone with- Number, uh, like, is like, like, I've done it. I've done it. It's not like I'm above it. I've done it. I've been there. Uh, who's calling me? Pay your taxes, sleep good at night. Eh? But I have a defense against taxes. I know where to put my money so that I could legally grow it and it can never be taxed. So I put my money there and I grow it as fast and as big as I can. And uh-huh. I'll be like, I sleep good at night. Take money out. It's mine. You can spend it. You won't pay tax? Nope. that's. But if you don't understand those things, You will think you have to work hard for money. Listen, you're going to have to work hard for money in the beginning. But once you keep investing and keep growing, the tide will shift and you will free yourself from having to work. And that's when retirement happens. Retirement happens when your money is making enough money to pay for your lifestyle. That's retirement. And that could happen at 22 and it could happen at 84. I could mathematically plot it out and show you if you keep doing this, this is your number. And if you do it twice as fast, this is going to be the number. And I show people the beginning, the middle, the end of the, the, the worst case scenario, the best case scenario. And like, let me get a side hustle and double up on this. Be are like, okay. I said, we could free you at 42 and give you a million dollars in investments and have you get $10,000 a month for the rest of your life. You never have to work. You live to 200. You're still getting 10 grand a month. I said, that's freedom. You see, if you don't have to do something, it's free. And that's the game. People tell you it's a race war but the race is for money and we it, it has been misconstrued into race and color and blah 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 and it's confusing it? and ignore all that nonsense eh? the race is to double your money that's the race and everything else is a distraction how do you how do you uh,
1: navigate the tension of these sometimes what i would assume can be some tough co- <laughs> you smiled all right with what could be some tough conversations is that
0: or or are they not maybe i'm mistaken thank you for asking that question that is that it is one of the Hardest things I have to do in my life is to have uncomfortable conversations with people about their life, their mortality. Because when you sit down and start to plan your life, the end is part of the plan. Eh? Yeah, It's going to stop somewhere. Life is undefeated. Mm. Nobody gets out of life. Nobody. Nobody. Everybody who has come before you has tried. Life is back in a thousand. Mm. So whether we talk about it, pray about it, ignore it, life is going to win. So, given that you accept that, yeah. now we can have a conversation about your money because it's not indefinite. It's 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 a finite thing. But nobody knows when life is going to show up for you. A month ago on a Wednesday at eight fifty-seven, life came knocking. I was like, oh, not yet, Brian. <laughs> no, no caller <laughs> ID. Out for you right? I literally escaped death. When I look yeah. at that car in the in the in the in the daylight and I see the damage that was done, I was like, Wow. Out my hair. I could have been hit into oncoming traffic. It was a, like, it could have been many different ways. I literally escaped through yeah. the perfect, like everything aligned for the perfect thing. And having these conversations with people brings this up. So it's very, very challenging to start a conversation about your own mortality and all the things that you don't know about money. Like who wants to start that conversation? I was, was, was going to say, right?
1: that's why I'm like, whoa, like this is not... These are not oh, fun you things. That you wanted,
0: yeah. So that's the hardest part of of uh, of all of this is 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 having that organic conversation with people and doing it in a way that leaves them empowered. Because I know it's vulnerable. You know, politics, religion, and money—top three things you should never discuss with other people. No fly zones, right? No fly zones, yep. No fly zones. So it's 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 one of the hardest challenges I have to overcome on a daily basis. Like, how do you begin that? Have these opportunities to have a conversation. And the second piece of that is that because I have a license to do this, I have to follow the rules and regulations of FISTRA and all of the other licensing bodies. And we are not legally allowed to give any advice or say something that could be perceived as advice anywhere. So I can't even like get a YouTube channel and just tell people what you know. I'm like, I can't do it. I have to get rid of my license. You see people doing it, and you will listen to what they say. I say, I used, I used to work on Wall Street former yep. agent these are key, very key words they gave up their license to be able to give that information out so i still have my license i'm not going to give it up so the only way that i'm able to do this is when i talk to people like we have a conversation we sit down and we have a it's 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 the most frustrating thing in the world is to know the answers to the test and you can't tell people yeah unless they ask which is why i'm always like yo reach up you could dispute do what you want i say if you want this book just go right on my instagram click the link And you know, book 15 minutes with me, love to chat with you because that is where I can actually have a conversation about your life, your finances, and then advise someone from their perspective because everybody's playing their own game. There is no one way to do it. There's some guiding principles, but if you're single or you're married or you're divorced or you have a blended family and you've got kids that don't like to talk to you, but they're grown, and then you have a new wife and you got a new baby, and how do you divide up the assets? Those are real conversations to have with people, and that's not a cookie cutter thing. So it's tell me about the person that's not talking to you. Will they fight and contest this will? I said, they're fighting you now while you're alive. I said, okay. So let's assume they're going to contest the will. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> let's make it real. let make it real. Yeah. Right. Does everybody get together for Christmas and Hanukkah and all the holidays <laughs> and all that? Or, or are people fighting, right? How do you begin to build and plan for wealth and plan for that next generation? When the reality of these things sit down and, you know, we have ways of just creating the vision and we always start with what you want, what's yeah. ideal. And then, you know, we work backwards and and plot these things out and say, what do you want to have happen? And like, let's build it. Like second step is we got to show them the plan. Let's talk to all these other people and tell them where we're going. So there's no surprises. And in these conversations, I can broker these things uh, if people want me to, to come to something where everybody hasn't understood. Nobody's surprised. Yeah. People don't like surprises. Yes. If I tell them, listen, you're out of the will, eh? So yeah. stop sending gifts and don't try to text me on my birthday. You're out. Let's <laughs> just deal <laughs> with it. Let's, let's have a difficult conversation now so that we can actually move forward in peace. And I have found that once people hear the truth, whatever that is, life is not infinite. I'm going to pass. My wife's going to pass. My beautiful son's going to pass at some point. But let's plan for that. Because the beauty of knowing that is that you're free now yeah. to actually just play the game of life and have a good time with this thing and stop worrying about this boogeyman that's coming to get you. And like And They're going to win. Eh? Life is going to win. <laughs> you're going into a fight with Mike Tyson. I recommend putting in a mouth guard and a headpiece because he is going to knock you out. He's gonna... I don't get any 54 years old. You are not going to win. He's
1: undefeated, right? Ricardo McRae, um, you heard earlier, please um, folks reach out to him on Instagram, uh, Ric- uh, handle Ricardo McRae, that's M-C-R-A-E and ricardo as normally spelt um and ricardo just i I can't i can't tell thank you enough for being on the show again for being in my life because i was one of those phone calls that you made and you continued to make um where i was sort of like what is he doing But the check-ins um that's another title possibly the ricardo check-in i don't know this anyways but um all i'm trying to (laughs) say
0: crazy calls from ricardo crazy
1: (laughs) calls from ricardo um, all I'm trying to say is thank you for your time. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for for guiding um, um, a lot of people in the right direction to get those good habits. So um, always appreciate you on the show and appreciate you in my life, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to speak to your audience and to have this conversation with you. I really enjoy our chats and uh, whether it's on a podcast or in real life, and uh, we will continue to do that. And uh, you're doing amazing work uh, with this and with your lovely family. And uh, we'll continue to work together. We'll continue to to change lives, man. So thank you for everything that you're doing. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I do appreciate it. And I don't call everybody. I only call (laughs) it. Some people want to call I ain't calling you. I ain't calling you. And do not disturb. Uh, Get a call from me. It's real. I don't, you know, I'm not doing it because it's a checklist. I'm like, no, there's a lot of people I scroll past. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's genuine, and uh, you're an awesome man, an awesome dad, have an awesome family, and we will work together and be at the top, my brother. Uh, is, 100%. My 100%. I'll see you on the yacht. I'll see you on the yacht. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'll see you on yours the next time. We'll yeah, exactly. We'll <laughs> switch. We'll switch.
1: So there you have it. The conversation continues. A note to our listeners: We will soon reach the end of our preseason, and we'll soon start on the journey throughout the continent. I encourage the curious and perhaps the bold to DM me on Instagram at @crowd54 if you want to insist on a guest, or perhaps if you want to insist on a country that we'll start our journey on. My name again is Kandwani Mwase, and to all of those who've participated, who've listened. Thank you for lending me your energy and your ears. Here's hoping you find yourself in every play. It's been fierce. Until we speak again. Thanks for listening.